Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Figuring It Out. This is the 13th episode, I believe. And happy April. Oh, my goodness, guys. Not only is it Aries season, but it is also April. And I mean, I love a new month. I love a fresh start. So I hope you're having a good start to the month. And wherever you're living, I hope flowers are blooming and nature is just so pretty to be out and about in it. How am I phrasing this? My grammar. Anyways, I think you know what I'm saying. I'm going to keep this intro pretty short because my conversation with Anastasia went on pretty long because, I mean, we really nerded out on spirituality and it just, that conversation like lifted my spirits that day. Uh, so I want you guys to enjoy. It's a very like niche episode. Uh, we covered things all the things, spirituality, you know, astral projection, meditation, cosmic consciousness, like transformation, all of that very special spiritual stuff. So I really enjoyed talking to her and I think you guys will enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out her links below and then also give this show a rating and a review. Um, also see my links below for either buying merchandise or, you know, any way you want to support me sharing my content, just always, uh, I mean, that, that helps a lot as well. And just also thank you for listening and supporting the show. So without further ado, I will let you guys hear our amazing, interesting, fascinating conversation that we had. Please welcome Anastasia to Figuring It Out. I'm so excited to have her here today. And let me just give a little intro. So Anastasia is someone who I met through TikTok, I believe. I found her TikTok and I'm so glad that I did because she has such empowering content and she is a mind, body, and soul coach. She is Mind Valley and Chopra certified. And today we're going to talk about all things reprogramming melting into cosmic consciousness, finding joy in hard times, and creating a space of transformation, all that good stuff. So without further ado, Anastasia, please introduce yourself, you know, say anything you want, and then we can get into the content. Yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, like you said, I'm a mind, body, and soul coach. So I help people to uh, align with their divine energy and escape from capitalist constructs and binaries and like melt into cosmic consciousness um and then I'm also a personal trainer and Olympic weightlifting coach so I love creating like spiritual baddies um <laughs> so, yes yeah everyone just like come find me on TikTok um I'm yes. having a fun time over there so yeah I will link her TikTok and her Instagram down below and mm -hmm. I was actually reading your article that you wrote that you like posted mm -hmm. today and I loved that and I loved hearing a bit oh about thank you about your background and your story and yeah. um also I just love how you do both like personal training and then you also do like the mind and the soul and like I mean you got to integrate all of it right mm -hmm. yeah I really enjoy like the holistic approach also I'm a Gemini so I need to have multiple things on the go at once yes. <laughs> I can't just stick to one niche I gotta do everything um, again, fitness has always been such an important part of my life and was a really important part of my journey and it felt really natural to include that with my coaching but yeah awesome yeah and actually I have a few questions I'm just curious about so what yeah, brought it. you to TikTok in the first place you know what got you started on there 
That's actually a really interesting question because yesterday was my TikTok anniversary for one year oh, of being on TikTok. Congratulations. Yeah. And at the time I was working a nine to five. Um, wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, but I knew spirituality was playing such an important part in my life. And I was really excited to share everything that I was learning with other people. And I think it happened very naturally because I was already before that I had a massive break from social media I wasn't on anything for years because I just found that it was draining my energy and I did not enjoy being on it like with Instagram for example I just enjoyed asking people about their lives when I saw them rather than seeing everything from my Instagram story and then not having anything to talk about when I was with them right um so I didn't have it for a long time and then I think it got to the point where I was like I was so into learning more about spirituality and hearing other people's um perceptions and ideas that I was like TikTok seems a really amazing place to do this and it was it is an amazing place like there's so many incredible creators and I think by being in that space and being surrounded by all these inspirational people it inspired me to also share my point of view and my perspective on what's happened in my journey and um, so that's how it started and then I was there so from March to summer I was just posting content for me but then at that point that's when I decided to go into coaching so I started getting my qualification and I started to post more about the things I was learning and I kind of direct it more to finding clients um but yeah I absolutely love it and I feel like the past few months I've really got into my groove about what I want to to post about and like what my message is and what I want to inspire in other people and yeah I love being in the space like I love meeting you and like all the other amazing people that I have like all the mutuals I have on TikTok it brings me so much happiness yeah your content has just been so inspiring and like you're in the flow and I love it it's it's so beautiful to see and I'm so grateful to have connected with you and uh, you mentioned earlier, you're a Gemini. I, I love Gemini's, by the way. Hey. By the way yeah. <laughs> they are great. They're Wait, what, really great. What star sign are you? So I'm a Cancer. Um, I have a Leo rising and a Virgo moon. And oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah, so our birthdays are coming up uh, in a couple months or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love me a Gemini. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what else? Like, your spiritual journey when would you say you had your awakening um it was probably in 2019 it's actually a very interesting story because both me and my sister we had been in quite toxic codependent relationships and we ended up coming out of them at the same time and then we hadn't discussed what our relationships had been like with each other, like the depth of it. And then once we came out of them, we were like, oh, we did the exact same thing. This must be our childhood trauma. <laughs> like we attracted the exact same, very like toxic relationships. And then together we started on this healing journey because we were like, we want to understand why this happened, why we were attracting this and how we can better grow as individuals. So it started more in terms of like stoic philosophy and traditional, more like cap. Oh, I was going to say capitalist mindset, self-growth, but hopefully you know what I mean. I don't mean like, anti-growth. I just mean like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just mean like not spiritually, not as spiritually connected, more just like how to help you succeed in, in life and how yeah, to- Yeah, personal growth. Yeah, just personal mm-hmm. growth, general personal growth. Right. And then through that, it's, I got deeper and deeper into spirituality. I was just reading so much, absorbing so much information and everything that I was reading, I was connecting with so much. And it was like, I was remembering everything that yeah. my soul had forgotten on in this life um so it just I just went really really deep and then <laughs> and then um just enjoyed everything that I was learning and yeah resonated with it so much that um 
it kind of led to me to where I am now and the beliefs that I have now. Um, and I'm so, this has only happened like, you know, in the past like three years. So I'm really excited yeah. to see me where too. my journey goes in the next three years. Oh, really? How did yeah. you start? Me too. Mine was also in 2019. Yeah, it was like February of 2019. The big awakening year for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to someone yesterday as well whose awakening was in 2019. I was like, what is this? What is this oh. parallel? <laughs> That's, it's also so funny because it's like, I mean, a lot of people, I think, have awakened throughout the pandemic, you know, especially in like 2020 mm-hmm. and last year. Yeah. But yeah, 2019, I can't remember if that year was special for some reason. I know that 2012 seemed to be a big year for like, um, you know, some people who I learned spirituality from, like Aaron mm-hmm. Dowdy. I don't know if you've heard of him, but like him and a bunch of other creators had their awakening in 2012. And it was apparently a very special year. I mean, you know, the Mayan mm-hmm. calendar had its ending that year. And yeah, anyways, but yeah, 2019, um, I, I read an article about star seeds and then that drew me in. And like you said, I went in that deep rabbit hole. And I think mm-hmm. that all that often happens for a lot of us. I think like we just get so amazed by all the content because it's something you've never been exposed to. Like mm-hmm. in school, I, I was just never really exposed to anything that really like touched me deeply, that deeply on a soul level. And I think yeah. when we first get exposed to that it just really like pulls you in and, and you feel something within you lit up that, that like has never been touched before yeah yeah I completely agree when I first started learning about everything it was like it, it was genuinely like I had awakened like I finally had a passion for life and I finally knew what I was here for and I finally enjoyed living um so it was really beautiful because I suffered with depression for a really long time which is also kind of what triggered my spiritual awakening to do mm-hmm, me too. and um yeah it just it gave me so much more meaning and also being finding coaching and doing that for other people was such a big mindset shift in terms mm-hmm. of like why I'm here and it completely changed my perspective on what I can bring to society and to our communities so it's really yeah, yeah I agree with you completely yeah I'm just so grateful that we are going through this at like a, a younger age and you know we've got like the rest of our lives to even grow more yeah. and more and help more people yeah. yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. So one of the topics we were talking about was reprogramming ourselves. So I'd love mm. to know, like, what are some ways that you have reprogrammed, you know, ways or tools you've used? I know for me, like meditation, uh, basically like hypnosis, I've listened to a lot of those, which have helped me. Mm. But like, what about you? That's really interesting. I haven't actually gone that deep into hypnosis. I guess I, guess I do hypnosis in a more conscious state because just through use of affirmations and like whenever an, a thought or an idea comes up that I want to reprogram, I'll automatically catch myself in the moment and reprogram myself to the perspective that I want. I actually did a TikTok about this yesterday, I think. And I was saying yeah. how um, you, yeah, you can, everyone's living their own delusion and their own perception of reality. So mm-hmm. every thought that you have, it might not even be true anyway. So why not believe the thought that you want to attract into your life, that you want to be, that you want to, um, align yeah. with so I try and think about that a lot once you understand that fundamental concept it's so much easier to reprogram yourself because you're like I can I can be anything like I can't step yeah, into any it's a choice and any new reality yeah it's a choice it's um but also it takes a lot of introspection and understanding to get to the point where you can just like freely say oh yeah it's a choice because yeah 
when I was in a, when I had depression like if some yeah it's a choice I know it's a choice but I have so much like hurt and pain inside me that I'm not even allowing myself the space mm-hmm. to make that choice because I can't like it's not even in my perception of reality that it's possible or that I have enough energy to do it so it's a long journey of like understanding your shadow and understanding mm-hmm. um how you can create the path that best works for you like what methods be- best work for you and that changes over your life as well yes um, it's true yeah like the stuff I was using when I first started my awakening is so different to the stuff I use now and also as you just get deeper into concepts like you go a bit more like I've definitely gone a bit more abstract like I love doing stuff uh to do with like the astral realm and dreaming and yes like more oh, like yeah yeah we can talk about that <laughs> absolutely but yeah going back to like the choice thing uh I know when you mentioned like yeah when you're in a lower vibration you know like constantly depression I also went through depression and um it just you don't feel like you have that choice and you're so energetically closed off and um and it reminded me of the quote like once you are able to recognize that shadow then you kind of realize you have that choice and it reminded me of the quote by Henry Ford or something that said um Mm -hmm. whether you think you're right or wait (laughs) whether you think you can or you can't you're right either way so yeah, it's like you can choose to believe uh, that you can do something or you can choose to believe like, mm. no, I can't. And it's just so empowering to know you have that choice. But um, yeah, let's talk about the abstract stuff. Like yeah. <laughs> projection. I mean, I've never been able to successfully experience that. I've had a few like out of body experiences, but have you experienced that? Yeah, I love to astral project. I do it a lot. Like I best do it when I'm dreaming um I have done it once when I was conscious but it was very very hard like I definitely need to put more practice in and it's something that I want to experience more but yeah I definitely feel it while I'm dreaming and I'll have this um it's so strange like there was one point last year where it was so powerful that every time I went to sleep as soon as I wake up my soul would be like no no no, we're not done you need to go back and I'd go I couldn't get myself to wake up it would be like yeah I would be in the process of waking up and then my soul would be like no 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 no, no. we're going back you need to do more things wow. and I go back to sleep and it would like go through cycles where it was like just pulling me back into wow. the realm um it's so powerful and so amazing and like I learned so much and um just had so many different visions of things that were happening and I think it really really freed my soul from all the condition that I had about how these things aren't possible and like mm-hmm. once you become open to just like the whole universe and the magic of the universe it's so much more magic is given back to you and you become like part of the cycle mm-hmm. it's really beautiful yeah what were your out-of-body experiences that's so cool uh, I'm trying okay well a couple of them were definitely like uh when I was in a different state of consci- consciousness due to something called mm-hmm. delta eight I don't know if you've heard of that no uh, it basically has like similar effects to marijuana but it's legal oh, okay. yeah and I'm trying to think of the specific ones. Well, I mean, I guess this wasn't as out of body. There was just one time where I, I was uh, like scrolling on TikTok and I was looking at my old videos and I was seeing how I was still, I was like seeing a layer of myself that was still socially like programmed to act a certain way. And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. um, I took a step back and I was like, wow, I'm still not being completely authentic. And I, yeah, that wasn't quite an out-of-body experience. Um, what is the, I know I've had one <laughs> or two and it's like blanking, I'm blanking on it right now. It's okay. 
but I do have a lot of very uh, like symbolic dreams are very um, the deep and sometimes they're very obvious in meaning. Like sometimes I'll have a dream about like a fire and someone is like, oh, you need to go put that out. And it's like very obvious meaning or with twin flames that I've experienced. Um, yeah. And I've been dreaming a lot lately. Do you do you usually like remember your dreams and do you dream every night? I have to consciously remind myself before I go to sleep to remember otherwise I do find it really hard to remember also I have a dream journal like I did a lot of practice trying to reprogram myself to remember my dreams and like actively be conscious in them also I love um lucid dreaming yeah so I try and practice that a lot too but not in sometimes you have to stop because it's like I actually need to sleep (laughs) I actually need my body to reset (laughs) right right yeah Yeah. I, I haven't successfully done that either actually I mean like maybe one point I got really close to it but yeah I'm still working on getting there too but I love dreams like I have this theory that I have thought about since I was young um where like I thought about dreams as being parallel realities that you're actually stepping into when you're asleep and I mean astral projection I realized I didn't really define it but it's like when your soul actually dis well not disconnects it like your soul um, is able to like travel to these other places and you feel mm. it feels so extremely real um, yeah. and like something interesting I've heard before is like your soul has like this metaphorical string connection to your body and it's like a silver mm-hmm. string I don't know if you've heard of this yeah. before yeah 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 I've heard of this yeah yeah and so I think I'm when you were saying like sometimes you want to wake up but then your soul is like no there's more to do and so it's like that string is like being pulled but yeah this is also like for anyone listening who's had sleep paralysis it's really useful to think of the string analogy because sometimes when you wake up and sleep paralysis is really scary but Mm -hmm. if you just remember that your soul is still connected to you it just needs a little bit more time coming back and just like eat just relax your body and your soul just know your soul is coming back and it'll be there soon because I remember the first time I had sleep paralysis I was terrified (laughs) so scary um but now when it happens it's like oh okay my soul's on a journey it's fine I just wait I just wait for it to come back (laughs) I have had sleep paralysis two times I would say that was a bit of an out-of-body experience so Mm. weird yeah I've only had it twice and I just oh definitely scary but like it also makes me okay well you know if you're someone who's had that then I think a flip side or maybe a way you can look at that uh, that's a bit more positive is to think like I can like I, you, you can, you have the potential to do things like astral projection. So if you have the potential to do that, then like, you know, you can do these other things. And um, yeah, I mean, do you ever do things like say a little, say a little mantra to like protect yourself? I know some people talk about that, like just really easily. You can just like call on your spirit guides and be like, you know, can you protect me? Keep out negative entities, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I do a few things depending on my mood. Um, so I normally always have my energy protection bubble around me that I visualize every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's always there. And I'm very confident in its ability to protect me. So I also try and imagine like that it's mirrored. So it reflects any energy away from me that's not needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, sometimes if it's something more serious, like for example, if I'm doing energy healing on someone and there's very strong energy, um that I need to clear I'll call upon my spirit guys and like can you help like is that like can you I, like I'll 
I'll see them interacting with me and like helping me with the process and protecting me at the same time, protecting the individual. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I have just general affirmations that I say, which are more like, I am protected. I'm safe. I'm like Mm -hmm. one with the universe. I'm like, everything's going to be fine. I know my power. And also what's really helped is imagining any of the energy. Like I think there's a lot of, especially on TikTok as well, there's a lot of talk about how the other entities are really scary and dangerous and they're going to hurt you. And Mm -hmm. I have not found that narrative useful at all. I just normally Mm -hmm. go in with um, being inquisitive and curious. Mm -hmm. Um, Like for example, the other day I had a friend who had been following, had been followed by some really dark energy and they were really scared. So I helped them clear it. Mm -hmm. And I felt that the energy was then kind of following me. And I will like I didn't feel scared at all I was just like what do you need what do you want to do like why are you here what do you do you need me as a vessel for something like mm-hmm. we can talk we can discuss um it doesn't have to be like oh no get away from me this is really scary right I think always if you just throw love at everything everything's gonna be yeah. okay <laughs> yeah um, that is so brave and that really is like the best way to go is to not be afraid because it, I mean, I have never experienced negative entities. The only time would be like the sleep paralysis, but I've never had that issue. I know I once did a deep dive on the internet on like Reddit, people astral projecting and talking about negative experiences. But I think, I don't know, for me, I just have the mindset that like, I'm just not going to attract that period. I just yeah. feel, I, I mean, maybe it's an energetic I don't know. It's just, I try not to believe in like these negative entities having power over me. And I just don't even think about it that much. Um, so I feel like, you know, putting less thought to it helps. And so that you're not sending out like those thoughts so much and focusing on it so much. Mm. Um, yeah. What else was I going to say? I forgot. I should ask, I want to ask you a question. Um, what's your opinion about past lives? past lives. Ooh, yeah. I definitely, definitely believe in them for sure. And mm-hmm. I have never done like a past life regression, but I would love to. Um, I kind of get intuitive feelings sometimes that I was like a, you know, some sort of wanderer in a forest or maybe like some sort Ooh. of tribe leader. I get that feeling a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. that is the, that's like the one thing that comes to me, but I would love to do like a past life regression. How about you? Yeah, so I have, I think, quite a different perspective about past lives. I don't think that my soul has been the same soul that's just like passed from body to body to entity to entity. Mm. I think it's more my energy has been collected from different sources and then pulled into this body. I think that's also been very influenced by like my study of Ayurveda Mm. and how we're just like part of nature itself and like we're different energy is being pulled together to create this mm-hmm. body and to create this vessel and to create this soul like consciousness um and I really do think that my energy has been pulled from lots of different places I do feel like I'm really old soul like whenever <laughs> I go yeah whenever I go and do something I'm like I've already been here I've already done this like mm-hmm. I haven't got the same excitement that other people have for things like I do have a lot of excitement as you can see I'm quite lovely <laughs> but like so normally right, when yeah. I go to stuff um yeah I'm like ah uh, it's like I know this I've seen this I feel comfortable here I feel grounded I feel at home it's the same if I go travel whenever I go travel I'm like oh I could live here this feels like home oh, okay. and I've done a past life regression before I would love to do more because I think I have so much more to explore mm-hmm. but um at the beginning of the regression I was the ocean like I was actually the ocean at like wow. the beginning Ooh. of earth yeah wow wait, wait, wait. interesting this- right when you had this, was this before you came up with like your Instagram and TikTok name? Yeah, um, no, this was after because I've always had an obsession about the ocean. 
Uh all ever since I was a child Uh um like always found it to be my safe space um I'm very calming and very grounding and I got like a wave tattooed on my foot before before even I had my TikTok or anything and um yeah I did the past life regression recently I think it was maybe in October Uh um and yeah it started with me being ocean and just like lying like being the water at the top being like reflecting the sun it was amazing it was really magical wow that's yeah. beautiful yeah and I love that for you and like your name the the word ocean is in your TikTok handle and mm. yeah um and I'm sure and it's also, like, I love all the metaphors to do with the ocean like there's yeah. so many <laughs> yeah. in the spiritual world the one like, for me, everything every concept is like you can relate it to how the ocean babes I love it really though yeah it's like I mean the biggest one for me right now is go with the flow like I'm actually doing yeah. a speech on that and um go with the flow what else like everything comes in waves yeah Um, and that all the waves don't influence the like body of ocean so like however many waves there are that always go back into the body of ocean mm, um there's mm. like there's lots of analogies about how deep the ocean is oh yeah and how we never see the deep like yeah all all those kind of things I love it oh yeah yeah and that actually reminds me of the image of like an iceberg where you see like the little tip on the top yes yeah I don't even know that just came to my mind automatically but um yeah I mean the ocean I would I love the ocean and you're pretty close to it right I am next door to the ocean now I'm loving it so much yeah because I moved to Mexico three weeks ago I think I'm on my third week um and yeah I wanted to get out of London for a long time and I really knew I needed to be by the ocean Mm -hmm. um I need to be somewhere warm and sunny um and yeah I wanted to go somewhere that I felt more free and didn't have to like mask myself anymore and um just like release all my energy and it's been it's been really really amazing and I've loved it so much mm-hmm. so I hopefully can stay here for a while and then go live in some other places and it'll be fun, fun that's, little adventure. that's <laughs> so inspiring and like such an interesting timeline because I'm actually about to like go travel and go to like and, and see just create a new life for myself and like be in a new environment yes. yeah Oh, I'm so excited for you. Where are you going? So I'm hoping to go to Sedona, Arizona next in the, in this next month of April and Seattle, Washington. But yeah, overall, I'm just like feeling very called to the West coast. I'm currently on the East coast. Um, and I've been to the West coast before, but I'm just really being called, especially to like Arizona. Cause I've never been there before. And, uh, and yeah, just going somewhere new and starting a new life and, and doing all that. And, uh, that's so exciting. Yeah. So it's like, now's the time, you know, it feels like a great time to go out and, you know, and just start living a new life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What do you think is the main reason for, is it just that you're, you're being pulled to that area or is it that like you're really craving change or is there something that you need to leave behind? Oh yeah. Well, all all of the above. And like, I I mean, Mm. to be very honest, I uh, just went through a breakup and I'm feeling like that was a sign from the universe that it is time to start a new chapter. And I have been wanting Mm -hmm. to travel to Sedona for a while. Sedona is like a spiritual vortex, people have said. And Mm. uh, a lot, they've got, you know, a lot of UFOs fly around there and a lot of people go there for retreats. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, definitely like a craving for change, starting a new chapter and just like an intuitive gut feeling of just being called there and like wanting to wanting to grow as well just like wanting to be in a new environment for growth 
what's really funny is as you've been saying this like they're playing some fantasy like soundtrack music in the background and it really like suited what you were saying I was like oh so universe <laughs> oh I wish I could hear it more that's yeah. so funny. yeah I love synchronicities like that <laughs> yeah same yeah oh I'm so excited for you that's gonna be amazing thank you thank you so much yeah I'm excited to document it and like officially plan it and uh and yeah so melting into cosmic consciousness that's something we like also talked about earlier and I love the way that you phrase that like that phrase just mm, feels so good yeah right that's how I think about whenever I'm meditating that's how I think about like my soul reconnecting or like even if I'm in the ocean I just imagine myself melting into the water and like connecting with everything and I love doing visualization exercises of like um being connected with light energies like cosmic consciousness and then also to like mother earth and like being protected and surrounded by light it's just mm-hmm. um I find it so um so peaceful. what's the right word so peaceful yeah, yeah. really peaceful yeah and You're like re- this is where I'm meant to be it's like resetting myself and like making sure I'm still in the 5d um right yeah yeah I I also see it being applied to like just a general life mantra just like living your life um and you know if you go about your day and you kind of get stuck in the 3d to like take a step back take a breath and like remember to surrender uh like that word has been coming to me a lot and you know melting Mm. surrendering like letting go releasing um and just like giving up uh, giving up so much of that like mental control and just allowing yeah just allowing like that cosmic energy to come into you because I think that's really how to get there and it sounds so abstract and I wish I could like give people more tangible tips but I mean meditation is a great way and like um, just slowing down and taking a moment and like for me I love looking at trees and plants and I don't know if you've had this experience this is maybe like an out-of-body experience um, where sometimes I'll be walking by plants and I'll just like feel like one plant and specifically is like trying to talk to me or it's kind of like waving and it's kind of like catching catching my eye for some reason but it's those things that I think you notice when you slow down and you know allow yourself to to uh experience those things yeah I agree and I just creating space and also I really like the word you surrender I like it when words keep coming up, like the synchronicity of like the same word coming up in your life. And you're like, yes, it's definitely something I need to think about more. Um, I've been thinking a lot about acceptance mm-hmm. and like trying not to project um, what I think should happen onto situations and actually allow space for the universe to give me even more than I could ever believe could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think I've been, I was taught from very young age that like, if you do certain things, it creates this result stick, like that's the only thing that's going to happen. So just stick to that narrative. Um, and it's so much more fun when you can just like play with it a little bit more and just like leave room for it to be a bit more chaotic. Like you were saying, like before yeah. we jumped on the call, like with divine feminine yes. and how like <laughs> definitely with divine feminine for me, it's about embracing the chaos mm-hmm. and just letting things flow wherever they need to flow. And like just following where things go. Um, I find that so much more enjoyable than very like structured mm-hmm. this is where what you need to do with your life which is one of the reasons also why I came to Mexico so I was like I want to leave everything behind that I know like mm-hmm. put myself in a completely different situation where I can create new things yeah um, and yeah and create the space and like surrender into cosmic consciousness 
Yeah. Yeah. And you said the word play and that made me think of like, you know, allowing space for playing for that more, you know, like the inner child and like just letting yourself kind of like dance more and flow and, uh, and yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Cause I, I love to dance so much and I found that during my awakening, like, do you know about ecstatic dance? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I found that I just naturally started doing that more um and just let my I've always had such a connection with music and I remember when I was younger when I was a teenager I couldn't vocalize how I was feeling and I was never taught how to express my emotion verbally so I used to use dance as a method of like I always used to be so excited when my dance teacher choreographed us a ballad because I was like yes finally I can be emotional and I can let it out and as um I just kept dancing through my life and I've had my spiritual awakening like it's been such an amazing method to just release that energy and let it flow through my body and it definitely connects me a lot to my divine feminine as well because it's like feeling everything that my body's feeling and like feeling the luxury and like the sensuality of it um and it's such a beautiful practice to do like I think now about like any type of art it's definitely Mm -hmm. you downloading something from the universe and it being expressed through your body yeah I was gonna ask you if like you took dance lessons or something because of the dance videos you have and like yeah yeah I've done I've done dance since I was very young I used to do ballet tap jazz and then when I got to 18 so when I left uni I started doing commercial I was in a commercial company um I did like hip-hop uh more recently Uh I was doing house and voguing which are more specific styles normally when I say that people don't know what they mean but they're really cool so go look into them if you're listening and then um yeah I've done I've done a lot of stuff did ballroom for a little bit I think while I'm here I'm going to do more latin like salsa yeah Um, yeah it brings me so much joy so much joy and it's such an amazing expression and also I love to sing as well and I found that um by singing it's just such a powerful method to unblock my throat chakra because Mm -hmm. it's like just letting the vibration and um the certainty of like you know what you're singing it allows you to have confidence in what you're saying and it parallels to when you're just talking normally like Mm -hmm. for example in school um so like any of these practices are so powerful just to release the energy and like stop any blockages coming up in the body yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I was gonna say with the dancing like that's so that's something that really helps with your root chakra especially yeah. if you're like moving your hips a lot like that really allows the energy to flow out of there and opens that up and makes you feel more safe and it just like it also gets out it's a great way to like get out any certain anxieties that you're feeling just like move your hips and and then yeah like you said with the singing that really opens up the throat chakra and Wow. I mean, yeah, all of that is just so beautiful for your energy and such a great practice. And like anyone can just dance on their own. Like sometimes it's just the best thing for you (laughs) to like get into your body because we're in our head so much and we're kind of going back to like the divine feminine. uh, Yeah. Like what I was telling you earlier before the podcast and pretty much with every guest that I have, I'm just like, yeah, we're just going to go with a free flowing conversation And I've really been leaning into the feminine energy because, you know, I think a lot of us have just really come out of this society that's very much in the masculine and there's nothing wrong with the masculine. It's just that like, we have really been too far into it without a balance and getting into the divine feminine and like just letting things flow more, just having less structure, I think is what we all have really needed. And so yeah it's beautiful that like you're putting that message out out to the world as well do you have any other definitions for divine feminine that you used oh divine feminine I think you know very intuitive free-flowing free-spirited 
Mm. Sensuality, uh, passion. Well, yeah, passion. I think there's a lot of definitions for it, a lot of ways, but. I agree. And also very personal as well. Like definitely for me, with my definitions of divine feminine, divine masculine, just divine energy in general, because I am non-binary and because I don't really believe in gender, it's mm-hmm. I've kind of interpreted them as my own, in my own way, in the way that works for me and that I identify and resonate with the most. And that brings me, like you mentioned intuition, it's just like following mm-hmm. what naturally agrees with your being and like what helps you grow and heal and just trusting that message. Yeah. It's really powerful. Yeah, it, it's beautiful to like study both and to really understand the divine feminine, the divine masculine. And then there's also like the wounded feminine, the wounded masculine, which are also very present in society and can lead to a lot of the issues that we're seeing in society. And uh, it's just such a great thing to study if you've never heard of it. So like, if you're listening and these words intrigue you, I highly recommend just like doing a deep dive on Google or YouTube. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Oh, I know. I really, I'm really enjoying this conversation. It's like all the stuff, all my favorite things to talk about. <laughs> I know, me too. Like all the astral projection stuff too. Like that's always super fun. Like the out of body experiences. Um, and let me see one of our other bullet points. So finding joy in hard times was another thing we mentioned. And I know you touched on this a little bit in your article that you just uh, published and yeah. Yeah, you were saying, I think like it, it rec- it's about having a lot of mindset shifts. So like when you are going through a hard time, something you said was like, you see the, you see the, the difficulty of it as a challenge and it's like an mm. opportunity for growth. Yeah, there's a lot of like fundamental things that I try to follow, even when I'm in a really tough mindset, really challenging mindset. And they're just basically things like anything that needs to happen will happen. Everything that is happening now is exactly what needs to happen. There's no good or bad. Just thinking makes it so like all these really traditional things that seem really obvious when you're in a like very connected mindset. But when you go into that dark place, it's just you need these very simple thoughts and affirmations to make sure that you can stay on your path mm-hmm. and you don't get too dragged down into the challenge and yeah the article that you're talking about I was writing about the first week that I was in Mexico because I had a really tough transition period where mm-hmm. everything in my life changed and my body just did not like it at all when it was making me I was just really upset all the time and I was like I just didn't know what to do I didn't know if this was the right decision I was questioning myself loads and um yeah my body also because I finally had escaped the kind of like toxic environment that I was in. My body was like, yes, finally we can be free. We can release all these things that we've been holding onto all this stagnant energy and it was just coming out with me crying and like being really exhausted. And it was like such a powerful method of transformation that at the time confused me a lot. But, you know, after a few days of experiencing that, I was like, no, this is really important for my body to go through. And I'm so glad that it happened. And it's made me it was just another lesson on how powerful change is and like it reminds me a lot about wait do you know yes theory uh wait what was channel. that do you know yes theory no no they have like a slogan called seek discomfort and I always remind myself of that when I'm in a really dark place and how discomfort is such a powerful tool and I don't think I think this this journey of coming to Mexico has really cemented 
that definition for me because before I was like oh yeah obviously I can like intellectualize what sleep discomfort means like I know but then right. when I was really like put myself in an environment it was like I am on my own I need to sort mm. my shit out I need like I need to take care of myself properly now and I there's no one around me that I know like I came here solo mm. um it was that moment I was like this discomfort is an incredible tool and I'm so glad that I've had my spiritual awakening and the journeys that I've been through the trauma that I've been through is that I was able to see that in such a empowering light yeah it sounds like yeah. it was the perfect next step for you and I th- thought it was interesting when you talked about how in that first week it was hard because I think sometimes you'd think when you get out of an environment that was kind of like pulling you down and you finally get into an, a more expansive environment sometimes you might expect that the first day there like you would be very happy and like doing great but I think what happens like is your body is releasing and it's like purging a lot of like pent-up energy that you had yeah. that you didn't, or you didn't even realize that you had and I think it's such an important thing to recognize is like all of those energies that were within you that weren't being seen. And it's almost like, I don't know when something good happens to you and you cry tears of joy, like maybe that was what was also happening, like your inner child or just something in you being like, wow, finally I can expand again. Yeah. And like, I've had so many experiences here also of like my inner child being able to express itself. Um, Like I was on the beach. This is really, it's quite a cute story. I was on the beach the other day. And um, when I was a kid, my mom never let us sit in the sand because she was like, oh no, the sand's going to get in your bikini. Like I won't be able to wash it out. Like, don't do it. Just sit on a towel, sit on the chair. Don't play in the sand. And um, I was on this beach and I was like, no, I'm going to sit in the sand. So I was just lying in the sand for ages. And then like, I was building stuff. Like I was building little animals in the sand and me and my friend built an alligator. And I was like, this is such a beautiful way for my inner child to be like, yes, like we're having a good time and we can play and we can have fun. Like it doesn't have to be so serious. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful for all these like little moments where finally I'm able to express that. And um, yeah, it's just, oh, it's just so beautiful. I feel very, very grateful. <laughs> oh yeah. Playing in the yeah. sand, like feeling the sand grain, something about it is just so calming as well. And, yeah, I agree. Uh, and so freeing. Yeah. And it's so important to like, let your inner child do those things that you weren't maybe allowed to do when you were younger or like they were looked down upon, you know, yeah. it's, it's really an opportunity to let yourself go and like, you know. And I think if like with the when we were talking about change, um, I had a narrative for a long time that, oh, it's not my environment, it's me. So whatever environment I'm going to be in, the problem is going to come with me. And that's why I didn't go traveling before the pandemic. So I was like, oh, I have so many issues. Like if I go, like they're all still going to be there. Um, I'm just going to have to deal with it in another country on my own. So I might as well be here. And I didn't realize how valuable it was to go to a different environment and mm. create the space because I actually saw this other TikTok, so much of my knowledge is from TikTok. Um, <laughs> um, I saw this great video where this person was explaining how um, time works and how if you imagine you moving through space is all connected um, through time. So if you're in the same environment, you have versions of yourself on top of each other, laying on top of each other in different realms of time like does that make yes. sense so yes. like if you're walking over the same space all the time you're walking over like there's so many different versions of that energy and there's so many things that had happened in the home that I was living in in London that I it was just draining me like I was trying my all my energy was being used on protecting myself and masking myself oh, and yeah. like making sure my inner child wasn't being hurt by the experiences that happened in the past and then cr- changing the environment getting a whole new energy just gave me so much more than I expected Oh. and like automatically things that I've been trying for ages to, to change in my life just 
happened effortlessly because my energy was freed up mm-hmm. and it was so so powerful mm-hmm. and um it definitely yeah it taught me a lot about how much your environment impacts like your being right I've been thinking about yeah. that so much recently there's there's like a phrase or like a quote that talks about how um, you can take a plant and it can survive in most conditions, but it's yeah. going to thrive under yes. in a very specific environment. So I've been thinking about that a lot recently. And that's another reason why I want to go travel. And it's interesting how some people, what you said earlier about like years ago, when you wanted to travel, you didn't want to be like running away or like escaping from problems. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I'm trying to, I was trying to think like, what is the difference between running away from problems versus like running towards growth or like, you know, where's that line? Um, I don't know. I think that's such an interesting question. I think about that a lot. Yeah. Because always, whenever I try and do something new, I always have that narrative of like, this is you being scared of something rather than it's me being hopeful of something that can happen Mm. and maybe it's because of that like just conditioned fear-based mindset that we're given in a society that we're always focusing on what we have to leave behind rather than what we can actually gain Uh, right yeah yeah I think it's very intention-based so like and, and that reminds me of a quote that from Nelson Mandela I think you know may your choices reflect your hopes not your fears and so if you think about it yeah. that way, I don't know. I love, you're, like, on it, you're on it with the quotes today. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so cheesy sometimes because I just, <laughs> quotes are what got me through a lot of my life. So mm. I have so many in the back of my head, but um, yeah, it's like, what is the difference from running away from something versus like ready to, when you're ready to expand? And I don't know, I think like you can your intuition can tell you or it's just like the universe will also help you with that situation so I think you know everything happens when it's meant to be your timeline you know everything happens for a reason maybe there's a reason why you didn't go traveling three years ago and why it had to wait till now and like the same thing for me like it's had to wait Mm -hmm. until now and so I just like putting a lot of uh, faith in that in knowing that like everything is working out for at a certain time on a certain timeline Mm. yeah I completely agree like I was supposed to be in Mexico in January but I got COVID so I had to miss my flight oh then I had to delay it for three months I'm I'm wondering like why why couldn't I go at that time like what was going to happen or like what was bringing me what what made it have to happen here like who was I supposed to meet um so I always find it really interesting to think about those things and like how divine timing works wow that's funny Yeah. yeah And maybe in the future, you'll see like, oh, if I went in January, maybe like this wouldn't have happened or this would have happened and that wouldn't have been for the best. So yeah. maybe time will tell. But yeah, it's it's always funny how things work out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? But oh, and then I liked the what you were saying earlier about like your energy and like how time isn't linear and like there's the present and uh the future and the past happening at the same time and I I really enjoy thinking about it that way especially when like you're wanting to heal something from your past is like realizing that um you can tap into it and like you can change the memory of your past and there was like a name for this but that's a great way to like do 
to help yourself heal is to like if you had a traumatic situation is to go back to that situation and like give yourself what you needed so like you could give yourself a hug or you know say words or like change the situation um have you ever heard of yeah like yeah yeah I, I did a tiktok about this a couple of weeks ago because um it's something i read a book last year by um uh what's the guy's name I think it's David Miller and he wrote a book channeled by the Arcturians you probably know about that because of starseed things and um in the book he was talking about this technique where you go into this vessel and it's kind of like a time machine and you see a screen in front of you and you have a dial and you're able to dial back into your past Mm -hmm. and able to watch what happened to you as a child um but then how I interpreted that like in my own practice is going into meditation um watching the scene of what happened when I was a child that's something that's still triggering me today or still like putting my putting my energy away mm-hmm. and yeah I go into the scene and I'm like I go up to my younger self I'm like don't worry we're going to do this together like yeah. now I have all the information that you need so we can approach the situation exactly as we need to um and like just hug them and support them and be like we got this I, I even remember there was um there's this thing that I'm triggered by it's something that happened in school um where this teacher called me out on something and I was so embarrassed and it's still something today that stops me from um asking questions mm-hmm. and I was like no I don't want this I don't want this why is this holding me back why am I attached to this memory so mm-hmm. I went back in time and was just like sat next to younger me and I was like don't worry we got this I know the answers don't worry and like Aww. we're going to be so confident we're going to be the best in the class and then like tackling that situation together and it's so healing and eventually when you do that more and more you kind of change the memories in your head because memories are so subjective anyway like you're not remembering it oh, exactly yeah. how it happened yeah um so yeah just changing it to what it, you want it to be obviously there's a lot of nuances to this depending on how traumatic the event was but right. um yeah it's a very powerful practice that I use a lot yeah, I think a lot of us have those memories, especially from school, where like mm. either the, the teacher said something or like people laughed at us about something that we were sensitive about. I know yeah. I have some of those that are like hidden d- deep in my memory, probably. But yeah, school was very <laughs> intimidating sometimes growing up. And like, yeah, you can really like hang on to those things unconsciously. And um, yeah. And, I and think- it's a lot of like intrusive memories as well. Like yeah. if you are still attached to those things, like you'll find yourself just sitting somewhere and then your whole physiology is changing because you're trying to, you're remembering that situation that happened that was really triggering. Mm. And um, it's so exhausting when you're doing that all the time. I've been very like, you, you keep mentioning meditation. That's why meditation is so important because then you stop yourself, your mind wandering to all these places mm-hmm. um, when it's so unnecessary, when you can just bring yourself back to what you're experiencing right now, what your senses are experiencing. Mm. Um yeah, sorry, I interrupted you mid-sentence. Carry on. Do you remember what you no, were saying? Okay. Good, good. Uh, yeah, with meditation, sometimes it's interesting. When I first started learning how to meditate, and I was using Headspace, actually, that's the way that I learned. Mm. Uh, I remember, like, my mind would just go so many places and just random, random old memories, not necessarily traumatic. Um, and it just felt like a roller coaster. I remember having the image of a roller coaster very often when I would just like, when you let your mind go, when you like really release it and let it do whatever it wants. Um, yeah. And it doesn't really do that anymore. So I don't know. It's interesting how your meditation journey changes and like how, when you go to like either sit down or um, lay down, whatever you do to meditate, I think it really changes over time and uh, the growth journey never stops, right? Yeah, for sure. What type of meditation do you do now? 
So pretty much now I just listen to a guided meditation at night before I go to bed and I'll look up just usually on YouTube. I listen to a lot of Jason Stevenson's meditations um, or similar ones. And it's basically, I'll just like choose whatever I want to kind of work on. Or if I just want to relax that night, sometimes I'll do like, you know, meditation for quantum jump meditation for ideal reality or healing, you know, whatever I'm kind of feeling. And Mm -hmm. besides that, I don't usually sit down during the day. Um, I like doing yoga a lot Mm. and yeah, that's about it for right now. How about you? Um, yeah, I also enjoy doing meditation in the evening. Um, but I'll do it. Like if there's any point that I need to do it, I'll sit myself down and do it. Um, and also I try and be just more meditative in life. Like when I'm out and about, um, and take a lot of conscious breaths. And like, if I'm just in a public place, I need to meditate. I'll just do a quick meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I do, I do a big mix. Sometimes I just do my own meditation. Cause, um, like being like, I know a lot of meditation techniques, like from my coaching training and, um, or I'll do a guided meditation. I love doing mantra meditations, um, or like sound frequencies. Love doing yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, or like astral jumping or like starseed things. Yeah, mm-hmm. it depends. I guess it depends on the mood. And like, if I want to explore, depending on what I need it for, like, is it for me to calm down and recenter myself or is it for me mm-hmm. to go explore my soul? Right. And like different dimensions. Right. Yeah, yeah it kind of reminds me of like the putting your hands up versus down, like hands up for energy and like hands down for grounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I liked I like doing it depending on the day, depending on my energy, what I would like to call in at that time. Yeah. Um yeah. I'd like to find a new form of meditation. I feel like I I need I feel like I've become stagnant with my journey with meditation and it's like time to mm-hmm. go to the next level. Well, now that you're seeking it, it will come into your life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm calling yeah. it in, universe. You're calling it in. <laughs> yes, universe, you heard me. <laughs> um let's see there was one more thing I wanted to make sure yeah the last thing I wanted to make sure like to hit was creating a space of transformation although I think we kind of talked about this earlier Mm. but yeah any more thoughts on that creating a space of transformation Um, I think maybe just having a lot of belief and trust Mm -hmm. that's all it is just like completely Mm -hmm. trusting yourself and that you are one with the universe and that everything was everything's gonna be fine legit everything is gonna be fine yeah whatever situation you're in you'll be able to get through it Mm -hmm. like yeah as long as you believe um yeah that's that's my main advice about transformation yeah and also don't rush it like just take just take your time whatever time you need there's no rush rush is invented by capitalism um mm, <laughs> that wow that yeah. that is what I needed to hear <laughs> yeah <laughs> rush is um, like that is so true mm-hmm. we really feel the need to like get through chapters very quickly and like go to the next thing and like do it as quickly as possible when we don't need to and then we're not creating that space so yeah it's like yeah slow down um and also what else was I gonna say oh yeah when when you were talking about like belief in the universe, I know something that helps me is just to like take a step back and kind of like, sometimes I just imagine, um, you know, those videos where you'll, it'll be zooming out from the earth and then the universe and then like the galaxy and it keeps like zooming out. I like to think about that. And that always helps me to like ground myself and get more into that state of belief and like Mm -hmm. just peace. Um, 
you know, when you start overthinking and you're like, oh my gosh, I have these bills to pay. I I got this to do, you know, to get into that state, like go into a third person point of view, maybe like even imagine yourself as a higher power, like God or whatever you believe in, like looking down on earth and also thinking about uh, all the things in your past that you've gotten through and you know, um, another thing I kind of visualize is like a future version of myself coming down to me and saying like, you're fine. Like, this is exactly what you need. Um, I do that a lot too. Like if I'm ever worrying about something, I always just imagine a future version of me coming back being like, you don't need to worry. Like we have it in the future. Like don't spend your time worrying. Like it's going to be fine. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And (laughs) Uh, well, if someone's listening to the podcast, they won't, they can't see the image, but I will post some of this on YouTube, but like the palm trees in the background have just been like, so cute. Um, oh. <laughs> it looks like they're There's waiting. More, I'm surrounded by things. Oh, wow. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's so yeah. nice. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Any last thoughts, um, you know, anything that you're curious about, anything like you're currently working on? Um, yeah um I think do you mean just generally with my journey yeah yeah Hmm. I'm definitely working on just becoming more playful and Mm -hmm. not taking life too seriously and Mm -hmm. just enjoying it like I want to enjoy uh like I want my soul to enjoy this experience of having this body right Um, and like feeling so grateful to have this body and like just continuing to release myself from capitalist misogynistic conditioning that's mm-hmm. not serving me um and I connect more to cosmic consciousness and I just yeah like melt into it that's what I want to do some of my life's purpose yeah. is to melt into cosmic consciousness <laughs> yes absolutely same here yeah same here and then yeah so yeah I'm just really excited to like build my coaching business and get more clients and just like keep raising collective consciousness yeah um, and like in- inspiring like spiritual revolution yeah Yes. Love that. that. (laughs) And speaking of which you're coaching. So what offers do you have currently? Yeah. So I offer one-off sessions, which is pay as you go. Um, and they're all via Google meet. So really easy to do. And you can just book, there's a link in my bio, my Instagram, my TikTok, and just book through there. Or I also do a coaching subscription where you get month, uh, it's paid monthly, but you get weekly calls with me. Um, but also a lot more support in between, like you have my phone number, so you can text me whenever you need to. And also you get diet help, Ayurvedic mm-hmm. and plant-based diet help and, um, a personal training plan, depending on what body goals you have and like what you need in your life um and yeah I also do tarot readings depending on what's a tarot reading you can book that and then I email you the the reading I love I love doing tarot readings I just write a whole (laughs) essay of everything that can happen um, from the cards yeah um I love tarot so much it's been such a powerful method for me um and like I feel so connected when I read tarot so it would be my pleasure if anyone's listening and would like a tarot reading or a coaching session it's my pleasure to do it for you yes amazing thank you I will link her stuff down below all the links and uh definitely like check her out on TikTok check check her out on Instagram like her content is so empowering and I just again thank you so much for this conversation like we really got to nerd out on some of those spiritual things and I just felt I like it really like lifted me up and I'm so grateful to be with you (laughs) I'm so grateful too I had such a nice time yeah thank you so everyone 
Um, what do I say at the end of my podcast? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So everyone listening, I hope you guys are having a great day and leave a review if you would like and share this on your stories. And I will talk to you guys next time.